Hey, scrappers, good to see you again. This is Izzy. Not that I can see you. It's just I, I feel like I haven't done one of these in a while, although I maybe did one last week, but that doesn't, you know what? Don't worry about it. Coming at you pre-episode for a couple of exciting announcements. Brace yourselves because I'm not sure that the enthusiasm can be contained by myself or, or y'all. First of all, we are so excited to announce the arrival of Network Against the Machine, LLC. That's right. We have liabilities that are so limited right now. Very, very finite. Um, I actually don't know a whole lot about what that means, but I do know the folks at Legal are excited. And it allows us to have things like a merch store and an actual Patreon that is not a running show gag, both of which are coming soon. That's not a joke. Those are IRL you know, internet things that are happening for sure very soon. Keep an eye out on the Discord and the tweets and the show notes. Also, also, if you've appreciated the Brian content, keep an eye out for more of that too, both Brian and other non-Brian thing, perhaps even not Pathfinder 1E, what? So if there are other games that you like and would like to see us play, I'm kind of going off the cuff here. So you can tweet me and I'll tell everyone else and then, and then we'll get through it that way. Um, lastly, thank, just wanted to thank you all for your support. It's wild that we are here and we couldn't do without any of you, obviously. No, no, no. Lastly, as book two winds up and then also winds down, hits the climax, the pre-denouement, from what I can remember in English class, gearing up for our biggest giveaway ever in the history of the last, you know, uh, 12 to 15 months or so. So keep an eye out for that also. Keep an eye out for all of these things. It's a lot of your, your eyes are going to be very tired, but so well rewarded when all of this comes to fruition. Thank you again for all your support. We could not do this without you. You guys are amazing. We'd love you. Come hang out in our Discord, you know, the, the app, but also just the chaos that follows wherever the VCIV goes. Are you ready? Are you ready? This is Network Against the Machine, Fe- you know, featuring pot, pot Against the Machine. It was an exciting new way of doing that. Okay, bye. Back to Pod Against the Machine, the only actual play podcast where losing means you have to watch the devil on TV. I'm your host, and here's everybody. He wasn't wearing Prada. Hi. Hi, Sam. <laughs> hey, Sam. Hi. I'm really just trying to turn this into my Meryl Streep fan cast. Yeah, let's do that. That mm-hmm. seems like fun. Well, we might have to convert after everyone quits after this episode. <laughs> no, that would just be the least expected interlude as, <laughs> you know, we the one episode ends and Kira's, you know, got a hammer swung high over her head. And then you tune in next week and it's just talking about Meryl Streep. Yeah, we're just talking about the hours and how much <laughs> you'll cry when you watch it. Um but not as much as when the entire Very Capable Four dies at the hands of the TV god. 
we'll find out if Brixby prepared at least one vanish or invisibility for him to run away. (laughs) (laughs) By himself while everyone else dies. You can count on me. (laughs) Well, last time on the program, uh, Kira fought valiantly against the troll Hellskarg. And um, she did a lot of damage, but the troll was constantly healing herself, and eventually um, the troll came out on top. So the very capable four uh, rushed in to heal their fallen ally and, um, you know, just give her a little bit of a pep talk. And then they were escorted by some acolytes of Hellion into the um, bowels of the Scrapmaster's Arena, where they had... uh, their prize, their consolation prize, a meeting with a TV. And that TV had a um, super generic looking demon face on it. That generic looking demon face claimed to be Hellion and demanded they kneel. Uh, when they didn't, he blasted them with some horrible magic. Uh, that hurt. And um, then he demanded to know what they knew about Mayanda. And uh, they were pretty mean to him about it. So he. Um, confused uh, he tried to confuse everybody managed to confuse kira um and declared that the true believers would flense the skin from their bones and then he you know turned off his tv and bailed so that's where we are now how's everybody feeling pretty good i'm feeling like the folks in legal should investigate whether Hellion used a royalty-free image of a generic <laughs> demon, or if we can litigate, uh, send a and d and kind of, you know, get out of all this business on a technicality. Aha. Yeah, I saw a watermark on that demon. It just said eyestock photo right below the <laughs> gaping maw of serrated teeth. It does look a lot like he just um, wanted to be Tim Curry in Legend and couldn't pull off the bright red. I mean, who doesn't? That is goals right there. Um, So, let's see. Right when we left, we had just finished round two of Kira's Confusion. And um, I think we're going to hop into initiative, like, at the start of this episode, just to stay kind of organized. But um, what buffs are still in effect here? Because Kira had a giant pile of them on her from the... The battle in the dome let's see um i do know that of her so magic vestment still probably going um i believe protection from bullets is still going as well um you're not big right i don't think you're big yeah. and shield is probably up by now yeah, i think your minutes ones are all yeah, done the minute ones yeah. should be gone unless they yeah. were 10 minutes per level i'm looking at this right now so you have magic number, magic vestment, or lucky number, magic vestment, protection from arrows, and bullet shield, which will only probably disadvantage us if we were trying to take you down, like the proverbial <laughs> old yeller, because everyone else has magic guns. So, um, <laughs> yeah, don't forget if you roll a thirteen <laughs> against us. Yeah, I guess that's two. true. There's still I can roll a thirteen on a percentile. That's it's my one chance, and then raise that to 15. Actually, a 13 wouldn't be bad on a percentile, because I think zero to 20, 1 to 25 is act normally. But if you 
rolled, say, a 13 to hit Asher with a with your greatsword, you could re-roll it. I could. You could crit me instead. And that's <laughs> true. Although, I do think we glossed over something else that happened at the end of our episode, which was a smooth nat 20 coming from Brixby to convince one thrally thrall down the stairs to walk up and get into the smash zone. Uh, the the Gallagher area, as it is called. <laughs> TM, TM, TM. <laughs> yeah, I think it's time to roll initiative. So what did Brixby get? Big 12. All right, now roll for uh, the one that Brixby convinced to move in. And uh, got a nice three. How about Asher? Natural 18 to start off the night for a 22. Okay, Asher's feeling fast. How about Kira? Natural 8 to start off the night for a 13. Just gonna put that dice away. Put 13 to your lucky number. I guess, yeah. No, it's only if you rolled a 13, not the adjusted number. And we can just skip, because since Vargas and I only ever roll the same, we can just pencil in uh, 22 for Vargas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do that. Uh, what is uh, Vargas's initiative? Uh, it definitely is a 22 and not a 5. Well, he's not the last one on the initiative, which is the good news. <laughs> I mean, this isn't even like really a fight you know it's just everybody hanging out having a good time so we're gonna sort descending and um asher you're up first asher is going to ready to shoot a hostile creature taking a violent action towards us because i don't know who's gonna want you know appear from the tv or walk around the corner he's gotta be ready for a hostile target taking a hostile action towards us that is not Kira. Speaking of hostile creatures taking hostile actions, uh, Kira. Um, oh, that's uh, six. You can do whatever you want. Yes, oh my god. Okay, I can't see where half of the party is, but I want to probably move away from most of my team people. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're surrounded by your party. <laughs> All right, I want to. I want to. I want to hit this red guy in the face, but I don't want to put myself over there. I'm going to, yeah, step out of the way as much as I can. How? Okay, again, only see half of it. How far is the TV from where I am? Um, there are actually two TVs. One is like in the slot next to you, and one is over by uh, the red. I don't want to be near people if that happens again. Yeah, I'm going to just distance myself, but keep a hand on my weapon. So she will move. And put myself next to this guy. I don't care what happens to him. Uh, call it a day. All right. All right, this completely changes my plan. Because um, what I had intended to do is a touch spell on Kira. But there is no way for Brixby to reach her. Without just double moving and then presenting himself as a potential target next turn. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I guess I'm going to do the exact same thing as Asher and Holt uh, to, if I see a, um, <clears throat> uh, uh, an unfra- actually, you know what? I will take this moment to cast shield on myself. Seems like a well, great time to do so. 
if it uh, affects your decision making at all, um, right before your turn began, that that double door between the two TVs swung open, and um, Brixby can probably see um, a big old hairy fella uh, with a club standing inside that doorway. Would highlight the door all one right. more time? Is that the thing I just walked away from here? Yeah. Would Kira have been able to see that? Um, it happened after your turn and before Brixby's turn. Alrighty, so that's gonna change. Uh, yet again, (laughs) Brixby, with a a gesture and a word, disappears. And then, we'll move, we'll take a five foot step. And, uh, Swifty shoot out the old scorchy ray wand from the quick sheath and that'll be my turn all right and um that'll bring us to initiative 11 where we'll have a 5 10 15 20 25 30 as another big chonky boy uh, moves up in that room though i guess none of you can actually see him That'll take us to Blue. And Blue is going to sort of hold uh, out uh, uh, the spike gauntlet and say, "Uh, You just, you just stay back there. Just wait for orders from Hellion. And Vargas is up. Vargas is going to yell from his spot around the corner. Wait for orders from Hellion. Hellion is the one that did that to her. Help her. And he is going to just move a little bit up here to the northeast just to kind of get with Brixby and Red here. And that will be his turn. He's going to... He doesn't want to try to hurt Kira if he can help it. He's going to hope that maybe Hellion is uh, someone who does this often enough that these guys maybe have a way to undo that. Which Brixby is invisible, so you wouldn't necessarily know. Oh, yeah. I guess then I'm just technically walking up next to Red. uh, Red is going to just take a five-foot step, sort of back and diagonal, um, and say, Hold on! Hold on! Everybody stay calm! The situation is under control! Just everybody stay calm, keep your weapons down! And it's Asher's turn. (laughs) Uh... From Asher's vantage point, it doesn't look like he can see any of the chonky boys that have been making their way. Yeah, he could so. probably tell the door opened, but he, I don't think he can see anybody through it. Okay. He will speak to Red and say, Well, we're doing our best to remain calm, but in order to, to defend ourselves, I'm afraid I'll have to disobey. And will raise his... Have, have his pistol at the ready. He's not lowering his weapon. Uh, he's not shooting Red, um, or anyone for that matter, but he is maintaining uh, his readied action again if a hostile non-Kira target attacks any of the party members, then he will fire at them. Alright. And uh, Kira is up. Uh, is it feasible I'd have heard doors open? Uh, or I'm just thinking everyone is sort of chilling in the hallway yelling at each other now. You might have 
notice that the door um, opened behind you, but before you can do anything about it, I'm going to need that D100 roll. Uh, that's a 53. So, irrelevant. Uh, with a 53, you're going to crack yourself in the face for 1D8 plus your strength modifier. I cleverly didn't put out a D8 this week because I blocked memories of this from my uh, <laughs> existence. So, sorry. Oh, well. No D8s here. Oh, that's 10 points. It was a really, really good hit in Ow. my face. <laughs> really good at just so whacking good at yourself. Am I punching myself non-lethally? I don't think not, so. No, no. It's like, no, this <laughs> yeah. is lethal punching. Cool. I think the wording of it is you're hitting yourself with whatever you're holding, so you're basically hitting yourself with your weapon. I am the weapon, but <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna die. Uh, okay, well, great. All right, well, um, on initiative 13, uh, this big fella is gonna step out through the doorway and just kind of deposit himself in Asher's face. And then it's Brixby's turn. Uh, Brixby, still invisible per the rules, Vanish um, is going to hold, uh, ready in action to cast Glitter Dust that will hit this bad boy, this bad boy, and ideally the other bad boy if that bad boy comes out or any of those bad boys get aggressive. So this is an anti-bad boy ready to action. Got it. Sort of bad boy insurance plan. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? The Abra in Stabracadabra. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I'm lying really heavily on my Abra and less of my Stabra right now. Well, the uh, other big boy is going to just step out into that doorway, and things are getting pretty crowded in that area. But, you know, nobody's hitting anybody. It's just getting really crowded and um let's see now blue uh blue is going to just take a little step back away from kira maybe maybe just two steps back and then it's vargas's turn okay uh vargas will once again say don't any of you idiots have any way to cure confusion. This seemed like something he does often. And he is once again going to take a single five-foot step forwards towards Red here and just kind of get closer towards this middle group where everybody's starting to group up. Uh, Red's going to say, You just got to wait it out. It's just going to be just a few more seconds and everything will be fine. And take a... Just another step back away from the, you know, punchy man. And it's Asher's turn again. Everything's fine. There's no tension here. Oh. Well, that's a relief. I totally misread the situation. Huh. Uh, hey, looking at these uh, big boys, TMTM, uh, is that a knowledge local to identify them? Yeah, you're looking at uh, the old knowledge loke. All right. I'm going to roll a d20 to hopefully give me a score high enough to learn information, as one does in the game. Uh, uh, only a 15 total. Well, a 15 total is enough for basic information. Uh, you're looking at a couple of ogres. 
Ah, these creatures have python-thick, apish arms and stumpy legs that conspire to drag their knuckles through the wet grass and mud. They have stooped posture and uh, misshapen features that resemble human faces uh, rendered in watercolor by you know an artist who isn't particularly good. Um, generally speaking, they're known for being very, very brutal and um, big. I wish cool. I could give you questions, but... Oh, same. Okay. Asher knows this is an ogre, and the ogres aren't typically... They don't typically come to parties to perform, like, magic tricks for kids. Uh, they're not known for, like, hug therapy. Usually he not, but going... they do have layers. That's fair. <laughs> uh, can't, can't deny that. It's a science. Uh, he will take a five-foot step back to uh, towards Kira to the northwest and uh, sec third verse same as the first two just keep on readying because I don't know what's up with these ogres maybe maybe they're just so mad they'll like that ogre's gonna turn around and punch red in his dumb face I don't know I don't want him to think that I am the target he might do uh, that you never know so it's true uh, yeah, readying to shoot an aggressive non-Kira target that, <laughs> you know, classic readied trigger. All right, and Kira, you got four rounds of confusion left. What's going to happen this time? Uh, yeah, I guess I'll just roll my sad, sad percentile dice and hope for a better outcome. 38? You do nothing but babble incoherently. Excellent. So can Kira's we get weirdly talking about trains? And you're like, where did that come from? But she seems upset. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Big boy number one is going to just take a, a five foot step to sort of match pace with Asher. And um, Brixby, you're invisible. Nobody knows you're there. It's true. No one knows about the secret rat. Uh, Secret Rat is still planning to do a big old glitter dust on any of these folks who decide to get aggressive. But I will remain hidden in the interim. The second ogre is just gonna five foot step out to be right up in Vargas's face. But he's not doing anything to Vargas, he's just in his face. And, um, let's see. What are we on now? We're on Blue. Um, Blue's gonna hold. Just hanging out. Vargas is up. Argus is going to look up at the ogre and say, Back off. We're doing what you said. None of us have attacked you, or you'd all already be dead. And can he roll an intimidate against this ogre? <laughs> Go for it. They're not wise. It's only a plus two. Ugh, that's because my charisma's garbage. Uh, that is a 15. That's actually enough, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, that is enough. You have shaken this ogre slightly. And uh, that is going to be his turn. He's not going to try to do anything to start a fight. He's just going to try to debuff these guys in case we have to do one. And Red, I think, is just going to sort of move himself over into a little position there um, between the two big walls of meat. And uh, Asher, you're up again. This is going so well. I mean... Considering that the only person who's taken any damage has been Kira, and none of us have been beheaded, uh, it is going decently well. 
yeah, Asher is going to keep carrying on. Keep calm, carry on, etc. We can just skip right along. This uh, My turn is not good for radio. <laughs> All right, Kira, three turns of confusion left. You going to make them count? Mm, oh, hey, that's a low number. Ten. 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 Ten is act normally. You can do whatever you want. I really want to put myself between Asher and the ogre, but I also don't want to block a potential future shot should the need arise. And I don't want you to be the closest person. Can I just stand next to it? What if I stand next to it? Can I intimidate the ogre? If I move and then roll to scare? Yeah, it's just a standard action to attempt to intimidate the ogre. Sweet. Somewhere in the back of her mind, she perceived Vargas doing that and was like, yes, good idea. Love this. Stand right next to it so Asher can still shoot it if he needs to, but isn't necessarily... Oh, is this squeezing if I'm here? Should I move back? Uh, yeah, you gotta be back. You'd be in the ogre space otherwise. Can I stand here? Yeah, he picks up a two by two. Yeah, you could fit there. Cool. Um... So, yeah, no, Kira's had a bit of a day feeling upset, and so she, like, runs up. I don't think she has weapons in hand yet, just in case. So, um, we'll say, I don't know who you are, and I'm sorry we didn't get to fight outside. Like, apparently you want to, but I've had kind of a bad day, and I'm just trying to get my friends together and go home. So you can stop bugging us, or we can have that fight, and I promise you it's not going to go the way you want, because, frankly, I'm much scarier and more angry right now. And I will roll to intimidate... Nodule rolling my everything dice. Thank you for Christmas things, my brother and sister-in-law. Ooh, that's a 17 plus 10. 27. <laughs> 27. You have this ogre thoroughly, thoroughly frightened. Great. That is the exact number of bridesmaid dresses I have in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my turn. All right. Well, this ogre that just got the... Um, crap scared out of him is gonna look at Kira and say we no fight we stall and then it's Brixby's turn hmm well exposition and tactics coming from the ogre has uh, Brixby a little confused but he's not gonna forget his knowledge roll this time so, one second here. My knowledge local is... Ugh, wow. It's because I said I could beat Asher's roll in roll 20 that I rolled a 2 for an 11, getting us nothing. Um, no, you don't think these are ogres. These are just <laughs> nice-looking people. Um, yeah, I mean, same thing. I'm going to glitter dust these fools if they do anything weird. Real exciting combat. Um, yeah, this uh, ogre that Vargas intimidated just adjusts his, his space a little bit. And um, Red, I think, hits the ogre who said something about stalling in the back of the head, but like not really a real hit. And it's Vargas's turn. Uh, Vargas is going to roll on these ogres. I don't have a super good local, but I do have it. So... Nope. That is a natural one for a five. Yeah, that's not going to do it. Italian. (laughs) 
It's uh, yeah, it's rough down. when my natural 10 was the best of three knowledge rolls. Argus has never seen an ogre in his life. He has no idea what these creatures are. What uh, tribe is that guy from? I think he is just going to stay here. You know what? He is actually going to ready an action. He is going to ready himself to cast a combat spell if any of them start wailing on Kira or any of the other party members. Alright, and uh, Red, I think, is just gonna chill, and we're back to Asher! Dope! Uh, the one that said stalling was Orange, right? The one closest to Kira and Asher? Yeah. Asher's going to give a friendly chuckle and say, Oh, you're stalling. Uh, please do give us some more information about that. I enjoy hearing about your tactics. And I will spend a standard action to diplomacy the ogre to see if he will <laughs> tell me why he's stalling. That is a 21. Very nice. I think the ogre is going to say, uh, We stall till Kogara come. Hellion says so. Ah, that makes sense. You're very good at your job. And he used the standard, so he will just stay there and hope that Kogara takes so long that gear is back to normal because uh, it's canonical. She is getting that chainsaw. Well, um, it is Kira's turn. I believe this is the second to last turn of confusion. Is that some sort of like roll nine, get one free situation? <sighs> That's a 59. <laughs> ouch. And I say ouch because you hit yourself. Sure, 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 sure. We're seven. Oh, this is not great. Not great. And that is my turn. Right, I'm just um, waiting for Asher to be like, <laughs> you did a good job. Don't beat yourself up over it. <laughs> Read the room, Asher. <laughs> and um, the orange ogre goes, why you hit yourself? Kolkara not here yet. Oh, no. <laughs> it's Brick's Beaster. Well, you know, why not? I'm going to take this this time uh, to add to my mage armor my shield and remain invisible and be very hard to hit. And that's my turn. That's it. Okay. Well, as we hit the ogre's next turn, um, we don't actually hit the ogre's turn yet because somebody else goes first. And I cannot believe you let me stall this long. Someone emerges. I think the ogre gets a little bit of a high sign from behind. And... Um, it's going to take a swing at Vargas. Uh, will that trigger my ready to action? I think it will, yeah. Yeah, uh, just yours. You're the only one with one readied at this point. Okay. Then as he sees it go to attack him, he attacks it first with a spell I like to call Touch of Combustion. Oh, no. Which, if I'm lucky, will light it and everybody else on the room, including all of us, on fire. That is a 13 on the die for a uh, plus six. That is my brain can't math right now. 19 against regular AC. Uh, 19 will hit. 
Okay. So that will be. Uh, it starts off with 1d6 points of fire damage. Not a whole lot. Uh, that is 4 points of fire damage. Okay. And then he has to make a reflex save. Ogres are notoriously good at reflex saves. Uh, that's actually a 17. That is the DC exactly. Nice. Which, what do we do? Do we do meets it, beats it? Yeah. So he's good? <laughs> Alright. 17 on uh, the top. Oh, wait, he also takes my... Uh, 1d6 plus 3 regular damage. Uh, that is 9 points of regular damage also. Bludgeoning. Oh man. You couldn't just leave it at just the 4 fire? Yeah. So he does not catch on fire, which means he does not have to worry about spreading the fire to everyone adjacent to him next round. Alright, well... Um, um, then I guess now he punches me. Uh, yeah, he's hitting you with a great club. Uh, that is only a 13 to hit. That is a miss. Vargas's uh, arm goes up and just knocks it out of the way. Well, now that things are popping off, I think Blue doesn't really know what's going on, so he's just going to be like, What's what's going on? We, we told you to wait! And uh, it's Vargas's turn. For those, yes, I did. Okay, uh... So he only had one touch of combustion. He is... Actually, he's still standing right next to this thing, so I can do a full attack. So he is going to... Oh, I just realized. Uh, the 15 on the die. Okay, yeah, so that made that. I forgot to roll last time for concentration, because even though it was a readied action, I was still casting a spell next to it, dude. Uh, he is going to roll to cast offensively. Have to get a oh 12 uh what is my bonus for this one plus 12 okay against the 17 so yeah so i'm fine so he is going to attempt to punch this thing with a corrosive touch followed by a regular punch after so here comes the corrosive uh that is a 20 a natural 20 <laughs> or 20 total yes that is a wolf head on the die <laughs> Roll to confirm. Yeah. Uh, 15, so that is a 21 to confirm. Yeah, yep. buddy. Woo. Poor ogre. So that is 7 points of acid damage and 8 points of magical bludgeoning damage. Not too shabby. And then because he didn't move, he can make a second swing. Oh, God. Uh, which is a 17 on the die, so that hits. <laughs> And this will just be bludgeoning. That wasn't super great. That is seven points, though. Um, the ogre wobbles on his feet and then goes down. Nice. Knocked the ogre. I believe that means Asher gets a grit point back. <laughs> Throw him a grit point. And he will uh, say, who's next? And that's his turn. Well, I think Red is going to raise a... Um, spiked gauntleted fist and um, charge at you yelling for Hellion and make with the charge and a power attack uh, that is a 16 no wait that is one under my AC it's 18 with the charge oh it's 18 okay yes and that is one over my AC that hits <laughs> spectacular 
Get ready for the pain. Yeah, this is going to be a big one with power attack. Ugh. Eight damage. Oh. oh, right, because it's just a gauntlet. <laughs> and uh, Asher is up. Asher is going to take a five-foot step to the northeast away from the ogre. And then, well, I've enjoyed our discourse, but I'm afraid things have gotten rather hostile. He says as he will rapid shot the ogre. It's not very nice. That's an at 20. Oh, no. <laughs> we only crit ogres, baby. <laughs> Roll to confirm. Uh, uh, to confirm is a 21. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. Okay. That's poor I am prepared ogre. with the aids of plenty uh, to do 4d8 plus 4. 24 points of damage. Ow. Still up, but ow. He blew a big old okay. chunk out of that ogre. That was shot number one. <laughs> and between the two shots, he wills a bullet into his gun mundane and will fire a second time. Uh, less impressive, but still a, uh, a 19 again. No, an 18 against touch AC. Yeah, that'll still hit. That is seven points of damage. He had six left. Both ogres, less than a round. Only one of them even got a turn. I mean, they had like 30 rounds where they just (laughs) And yeah, that's his whole turn. And Kira, last turn of confusion. Everything just got wild around you. I'm going to need one last D100 roll. Fully forgot there was still one of those left. Please don't be the time that you whack the boy. Oh, okay, that is 18. I don't remember what that is. That's act normal. I think I'm Mm -hmm. fine. So you can do whatever you want, unfortunately. Awesome. Take out, drink a potion. Remind me again what the cure meat moderate wounds are. 2d8 plus 5. No, 2d8 plus 3. Yeah. 2d8 plus 3. 5. Come on, Sam. <laughs> Fine. Okay, 12 points. And then rage. That's the other thing I'll do. I will rage. So now it's safe. It's uh, and that'll be my nice. turn. All right. Uh, Brixby, you're up. All right. You're going to run foot away? Step. Uh, of course. Uh, here goes my expeditious retreat. Just kidding. Didn't prepare that today. Five footstep to the northeast and then continue my path up. Uh, five, ten. Oh, hey, look at that. Look at that person right there down the hallway that I'm facing invisibly. Let me just check the range on this spell I got here real quick. Oh, wow, medium range. Great. 100 feet, you say. So, Brixby and his invisible chubby little paw is going to grind up a bit of mica and blow towards Kolgara. I'm going to need you to roll a will save, Sam. I also become visible. Will save. It's a natural 20. Okay. That's my turn. I don't get to know what you just tried to do to... Yeah, roll spellcraft. I mean, if you haven't (laughs) listened to the episodes about what happens when I grind up mica dust and blow it at somebody, I I could recommend a couple. (laughs) It's the turn of this mysterious person who you've... Uh, just come around the corner to see, and she's a, a female 
uh, orc with prominent tusks. I'm going to pop her up on the screen here. Ah, she looks happy and nice. She's wearing, um, I don't remember what armor she's wearing. Oh, she's wearing, looks like a, a breastplate, and she has. Well, if ever there was something called a chainsaw, it would be this big metal sword looking thing with teeth rotating around on it as she um, goes into a rage. And let's see, she is going to walk right up here and um, she's going to do an overrun on Vargas so you can take an attack of opportunity. Nope. That is a five on the die, so unless her AC while enraged is 11, that probably isn't going to hit. Okay. Um, so, uh, for your CMD, would you say that a 43 beats your CMD by five or more? Believe it or not, it does. Okay, Vargas is prone as... Um, Kolgara just runs right through him and um, doesn't do any damage. He just plows him over. And, uh, it's Vargas's turn. Okay. Uh, while Vargas is laying on the ground here, he is going to smack himself and his player in the face for forgetting he had a certain spell prepared. And... He is going to roll to cast defensively from the ground. I have to get a, let's see, DC 19, and I have a plus 12. So let's see. Uh, that is a 9 on the die, so that just barely makes it. And suddenly, instead of one Vargas on the ground, there are there are suddenly four Varguses on the ground. That's always fun. And then he is going to stand up, provoking an attack of opportunity. She's not going to take it. Okay. Uh, then he is going to take a five-foot step. Can he do that after standing up, actually? Uh, I don't I couldn't so. five-foot, but I could take a regular step that would provoke again, right? Oh, actually, um, wait. Because is standing up half your movement? No, standing up is a move action. No, it's it is a full move action. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm mixing it up with 5e where it only takes up half your movement. Yeah, so you can take a standard action to move, but you can't do like the free action. Yeah, well, I already um, did a standard foot. to cast mirror image on myself. All right, so yeah. So all he can do is stand up then. That will be his turn. All right, and um, let's see. I think red is just going to take a five-foot step out of the flank and uh just, just punch Brixby with a power attack. It's probably not gonna hit. Fourteen? Uh no. No. That is yeah. Almost by ten, Sam. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that would hit. Oh man, Asher's up. Alright. Asher is indeed up. And he is just gonna look at Blue and it's not gonna roll diplomacy or anything. He's just gonna say, You probably want to leave now as he will walk over the unconscious ogre and he's gonna move here it's 25 feet reloading as he goes and take a shot at old red 
And that is a 21 against Touch AC. Uh, 21 will hit Touch, yeah. Uh, alas, only four points of damage. And then he will use a swift action to will a bullet into his gun. And that's his turn. All right, Kira is up. You don't have to roll a d100. Yay. Um, let's see. I think we said is this this red thing on the wall is one of the TVs, correct? But the TV yeah. is on the wall. Yeah, it's on it's a flat screen. It's very fancy. Can I can I charge red from here? Um, no, cuz it's that's only 5 feet, so it's not far enough for a charge. But not 10. Oh, well, I get no, because we had this whole discussion like two weeks ago, or some weeks ago, if it's charging, sometimes the diagonal doesn't count as too much. It's like, you know what? It's fine. Um, if it was two diagonals, it would count as 15, but sure. one yes. diagonal is only five. Uh, cool. So, going to just step up then and hit him with a sword. Oh, uh, don't actually have a potion, so I'm going to say instead of having rolled that potion, I'll undo that healing and instead of cast shield. And. It's fine. Everything is great. Uh, also, we are raging from the last turn, and furious focus and smash power armor, all the things. Ooh, that's a seven to hit. Uh, plus, one day I'll know all of these numbers just by heart. 12, 19, does 19 hit, uh, Red? Yeah, 19 does hit. Great. Poor Red. I hate everyone. Oh, no. Oh, God. Three, but three plus 15. 18 points of damage. That's the end of red. Good. Splatter. And I believe that makes it Brixby's turn. All right. Brixby is going to grab his uh, amulet that he wears around his neck and say, I need you now. Uh, Grinding up mica dust one more time. He's going to cast glitter dust. Right here, uh, five feet southwest of Kalgara, which would exclude Vargas from the 10-foot radius. So I need another will save, Sam. All right. Well, um, she is in a rage now, so she gets a little bonus. That is another nat 20. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's my turn. Wasting them on will saves, and uh, you should probably be thankful in this case, that that's all she's doing with those 20s. <laughs> Chainsaws at times five crit. <laughs> um, so it is Kolgara's turn, and she's just going to wave goodbye to the um, four Varguses and full withdraw. Hmm. And uh, yeah, she's gone 60 feet away. It's Vargas's turn. Uh, what direction did she go in? Uh, she went up way? the stairs towards the um, towards the arena. Vargas is going to cast long arm on himself, and then follow just thirty feet. Because I'm pretty sure I know what she's doing. I don't know if he actually no. He's got like a seventeen intelligence. He absolutely knows what she's doing. She wants to fight us in the arena in front of the crowd. So he's just going to say. If that's how you want to do it, we'll do it that way. And cast long arm and start following after her. All right, and that'll bring us to... Let's see, is that red or is that blue? That's red, that's not a turn, so it's Asher's turn. It wasn't okay. red. It was blue, wasn't it? It was blue. 
Ah. Blue's just gonna sit there. So Tasha's turn. Cool, cool. <laughs> Blue is is not interested in the um, party that just murdered ogres in one turn. What comes down from the sky, Terry Gilliam style, and just <laughs> smashes him when you hit delete. Uh, okay. Asher is going to spend a grip point to increase his land speed by 20 feet as a swift action so he can give chase. That's going to let him double move up to 100 feet. Uh, so hopefully that's helpful. We'll go down here. Uh, oh, 10, 20. And did she go? Um, I see Vargas, so I'll keep following. Uh, 25, 35, 40, 40, 50 gets me up to Vargas, uh, just behind him. And, oh, there she is. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. And then a diagonal 30. He's literally going to get right next to her. Come now. We're just getting to know each other. Don't play hard to get. And Asher will end his turn. And on the next turn, uh, you're going to see... Asher's the only one who can see it from where he is. But uh, Hellskark shoves Dinvaya over towards the top of the stairs... Um, Dinvaya looks badly, badly beaten. Like, only a couple HP left kind of beaten. And Kira's up. Oh my god, did we leave her to... Oh, this is so... I'm gonna just murder so many people. Because it's the right thing to do. Uh, well, first I have to get outside. So let's do that. Also gonna double move. Um... Okay, that's me. All right, Brixby's up. All right, Brixby with a double move can move to the first landing following everybody else, and that's my turn. Uh, yeah, that's it. All right, and on Kolgara's turn, she is going to full withdraw from Asher and go just right past Dinvaya, so she's standing behind her, and she'll turn back towards the very capable four, uh, chainsaw out and she'll say now perhaps we should have a conversation Dinvaya is not going to do a whole lot on her turn uh, just sort of be grappled by a troll and now it's Vargas's turn okay. Vargas is going to move up 30 feet to be south and to the left of Asher. And he is going to uh, call out to Kalgara. I thought you were supposed to be some kind of warrior, some kind of leader. And yet you resort to hiding behind an injured priest instead of facing us in combat. And would there be something he could roll to try and, like, provoke her to attack us instead of trying to do what she's trying to do? <laughs> like, what would that be? That wouldn't be an I intimidate. Mean, what would it be? Well, I mean, normally it would be an antagonize, but that's a, a feat 
so I mean, yeah. it's just kind of the RP value of it um, <laughs> to try yeah. to convince her. I, I don't. You could do a diplomacy to try to influence her attitude, but it won't be easy. I'm not going to try that with my minus two <laughs> diplomacy. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, you know what? Uh, he will though. Acid arrow the troll. He's going to acid arrow the troll. Um, so that is a ranged touch. Super great, but I have a plus five to that, and it's a troll. So that is a 14 against touch. Um, yeah, it's surprisingly close, but yeah, 14 hits. So that is 2d4. Uh, that is four points of acid. And she will also take acid again next round. Alright. She's pretty mad about that. Uh, oh, actually, acid. you know what? Uh, would she be considered in... Me no, she wouldn't be considered in melee with uh, Denvaya, would she? Um, the troll? I mean, she, she has her grappled. So, yeah. I wonder if I should have taken a uh, minus four to that roll then. Or is she big enough that like I could be aiming at this square over here? Yeah, you could totally aim that. at her aim at her back shoulder okay. is fine. That's what he does then. So that, it, <laughs> so that that's not a ten and misses. Alright, Asher, you're up. Surely there are better ways to initiate a conversation. Asher will call out disapprovingly really channeling the dad energy at Kolgara. Uh, it took a feat uh, for that. It seemed worth it for the RP. Asher is going to stride forward. Perfect. If he moves a normal complement of his movement of 30 feet, he is exactly 25 feet away from Kolgara, which puts him in touch range. And as a swift action, he is going to call down a smite on Kolgara and say, Oh, today is not your lucky day at all. And he will level his pistol and fire. Woohoo, natural 16 uh, for a 27. Uh, yeah, 26, that, I can math. That will definitely hit. Oh, and then it's even more, assuming she's evil. It's a little bit evil. Hoo-hoo, Max. So that is 13 points of damage bypassing any DR. All right. 13 points of damage. It's a lot. Yeah, Almost. she's probably down to like 187 now. She's basically dead. Death store. Ooh, so I get a grip point back? <laughs> Eh, got him. Uh, end of turn. Alright, so I think Hellscarg, um, though she wants revenge on Vargas, she's just gonna... Uh, uh, quick question. Does the acid, did we decide it triggers on her turn or my turn? Probably on her turn. In that case, before she decides whatever horrible thing she's going to do to that uh, preak, he is going to take another seven points of acid. Ow! She's down. She's not 
feeling great about that, and it really affects her decision making. But um, yeah, she's just gonna roll to uh, pin Dinvaya on the ground in front of Kolgara, so Dinvaya would be mechanically speaking helpless at this point. And it is Kira's turn. Okay, this is uh, probably not my best planning strategically. Uh, Kira's real angry, so we're just going to double move all the way up, or at least as far as I can get. Um, not blocking Asher. Great. Don't know what I can do for Denvaya here, but um, yeah, it's just, just a good old, hey, you stop. You, you stop. And, and that's it. That's my turn. Super useful. All right, Brixby. I'm going to top your super useful turn by doing another double move. That's my turn. Which brings us back to Kolgara. And she's got her chainsaw running. And it's, you know, this is not a noise that you have heard anywhere before. This is not a weapon that you've seen before. But that the teeth of this blade as they go round and round and disappear basically they're going so fast she holds it right down right next to um, Dinvaya's neck and just grazes her ever so slightly so you can see it bite into and Dinvaya cries out and she says one more step and you'll lose the priest this is your last chance one would say she has readied an action to execute Dinvaya. Dinvaya, being helpless, is just sort of gritting her teeth um, and has her face basically pressed into the sand here. And it is Vargas's turn. A uh, quick question. Does the chainsaw, like, take an action to start up or anything? Uh, yeah, but she started it before she came up. Oh, so she's been doing all that, like, double move running with <laughs> active chainsaw yep she does not she is not it is too bad we're not playing call of cthulhu where she had a chance to trip (laughs) (laughs) uh uh, vargas is standing where he is not taking any steps going to once again call out and say so we kill your lieutenants We disband your gangs. We murder your priest, who was an actual warrior, unlike her. And instead of taking the fight to us, you hide behind an innocent costage. Also, I said costage instead of hostage. (laughs) It's the Kellett translation. Yeah, it was its clue. (laughs) And fight us. You're already standing in your fancy arena. How about you prove you're not a coward and just let her go? And keep this between you and us. And he is going to roll to intimidate. That is an eight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you don't know if that scared her or not. You have no idea. <laughs> Asher, the smiter of evil. Yeah. So I'm trying to read into her trigger for her ready to action. Said not one one more step. So if I stand there and just keep shooting at her without taking a step forward, I think she's gonna just hold a chainsaw there and take it like a champ. She might. I mean, it's kind of a risky gamble. Uh, 
I, I kind of turn order hard to do. Uh, can I sense motive on whether I think she's telling the truth? Like one step and I'll kill her? Uh, or kind of like, uh, I'm going to kill her no matter what you do? Yeah, go for it. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, just finding my bonus. Ooh, it's so juicy. It's not. A dirty 20. Um, I think with a dirty 20, um, you can be reasonably confident that while it might not trigger her ready to action, she will absolutely kill Dinvai if you shoot her on her turn. <laughs> okay. Then uh, Asher is going to, with that confidence in mind, say, Well, if you want to talk, then let her go. Have your troll there, Hellskog, release her so we can talk this over. And I will diplomacy uh, for a 30, natural 19 plus 11. Wow. And as his move action, he's going to very non-threateningly reload his gun. <laughs> just, just in case. He's kind of whistling while he does so to make it extra non-threatening. Hellskarg's turn has come back around. Um, is she still burning with acid? Uh, nope. That was only for one extra turn, at least until next level. Alright, well, she definitely looks unhappy. Um, but I think she is gonna um, take a look at um, Kolgara, get a little nod from her, and she'll take her hand off Dinvaya. And Kira is up. Dinvaya is just prone now, I assume. Yeah. But not... She's prone with a chainsaw still very much at her neck. Got it. Okay. Um, Kira's taken note of this threat, won't move forward. Um, but it's still just above the table. We haven't heard anything, but she wants to talk, right? She just keeps saying, hey, I want to talk, but then not saying anything. Yeah. To be fair, it's been about 12 seconds. Sure. She had plenty of time to threaten, though, <laughs> so, you know. Um, so, yeah, Kira will stop, uh, hands up clearly upset um, but is more concerned for Dinvaya than actually moving um, I think she actually looks down at Dinvaya and is like I'm so sorry we'll be there in like one second please don't die I need healing also you um, and then to um, Kalgar I'll be like okay fine you have we're talking say whatever it is you were going to say uh, I think that's yeah I want to ready in action if it looks like she's gonna um, if it well if it looks like Mm. If it looks like either of them are going to hurt uh, Dinvaya, can I do that? Just a quick... Yeah, and if it looks like Dinvaya is going to be attacked. Yeah, I can five-foot step forward and smoosh some people. Probably not end well for me, but you know what? It's fine. All right, and Brixby. Brixby's not going to move. Um, I guess I'm just not going to do anything on my turn. All right, and when it gets back around to Kolgara's turn, um, she's going to sort of lower the chainsaw and uh, she'll put one hand grabbing Dinvaya's hair so she still got her. As long as everyone's okay with it, she'll take us out of initiative. Yes, you can take us out of initiative. We can talk this over without worrying about turn order. Can those of us uh, with spells they can't cast again that have a minute per level rank stay in initiative to keep track of that <laughs> in case the things go south before uh, five minutes are up? It's just a little clumsy with the back and forth in turn order. 
So remember for the next uh, about four and a half minutes, Vargas has a long arm and there's four of him. The very capable four. You killed Mayanda. You killed Marrow. You blew up the receiver array. They got all that right? That's correct. Actually, we'll roll a bluff. (laughs) (laughs) And say, yes, and don't forget, we also killed bird food. That's a 19 total on the bluff since we did not kill Mayanda. I guess she'll roll a sense motive on that. Now, does he get a bonus for everything else in his (laughs) uh, comment being truthful? (laughs) It makes it a pretty feasible lie. As a show of good faith, Kongara, in our conversation, would I be permitted to approach and heal Dinvaya and Kira? Not Dinvaya. She'll sort of tighten her grip on Dinvaya's hair, pulling her head back. We're going to keep her the way she is for the time being. What did she do? Guilt by association. Just being pragmatic here. Now, why did the four of you come to Scrapwall? If no one else says anything first, uh, Vargas would step forward and say, We're here to stop Hellion from whatever it is he was attempting to do in Torch. I, personally, don't care at all what you do in this garbage heap as long as it stays here. But Mianda came to our city. She threatened and she killed our people there. And something had to be done about it. So this is all just revenge for your little town? It's retribution. Didn't you just say guilt by association? She smiles and uh, spits on the ground, uh, rubs it in with a boot. All right. Just seems like a long way to go. If all you want to do is keep us out of your house. Congratulations, you've done it. We're not in Torch anymore. What now? Well, Meanda seemed to think that Hellion might destroy the town of Torch for our failing to comply. So it wasn't merely that we didn't want visitors. We wanted to preserve the town and its occupants. Well, Hellion's a god. You can't really predict what a god is going to do. I can tell you that right now, he wants all four of you dead. He wants me to take your skin off. Give it to him. So why shouldn't I? I think the better question is why haven't you already? You had plenty of opportunity. Is it because deep down inside, you know he's not a god? Oh, he's a god. He is very much a god. I've seen him, what he can do. But I'm a pragmatic leader here, and I need to consider things from multiple perspectives. Now, gods make their decisions from their perspective, but, I mean, you already killed two of my ogres. I have to consider opportunity costs. When you say that you've seen Hellion, have you seen what we saw back there? And he kind of motions back to where the screen was. Or have you actually seen him? Oh, I've seen him. I've seen the real thing. Is is so he's like, a, like a big screensaver, or is it more like daytime TV? <laughs> it's not something I can explain. Oh, that's convenient. <laughs> it's not something that until you see it for yourself, <laughs> there just aren't words for what Hellion is, other than a god. So yeah, 
I do his bidding. But I've also got a city to run, an army to control. I've got work to do. So I ask you again, why shouldn't I flens your skin from your bodies? Starting with this one. And she pulls back Dinvaya's head just a little bit more. And work my way through the four of you. You say guilty by association, but she's not one of the very capable four. No offense, Dinvaya. Uh, it's just there's already four of us. Five if you count Kingsley. But also, I rather like having my skin attached to my body. It's... Serves a good purpose, does it well, glistens in the sun. But also, what do you gain from this? Bringing us out here, instead of killing us in front of the TV screens back there. Why have us pursue you out here into the light? Is it because you want all of Scrapwall to see how strong you are? All of Scrapwall knows how strong I am, and none of them would dare cross me. This is about getting some leeway to have a conversation. Well, I'm here, we're talking. What about from Hellion? You just get a confirmation that you're on the right side? Because if that's it, we've killed at least a couple of guys who thought they were on the right side too. My side is my side. Duh. Hellion, he's gonna do what he's gonna do. As long as I'm helping him, I've gotta ride to the top. Now you, all of you, could save your hides right now. You could hitch your wagons to a god. Now you've insulted him. And uh, mysterious though his ways may be, he's he's pissed at you, at the lot of you. But I think you swear fealty to him. You bow down. He'll let you live if you can make yourselves useful. It's just that we heard that like a week ago and we're still here. So maybe you can help us and hitch your wagon to our star. And then, you know, we can give you some sort of badge. I have stickers, they're not for you though. (laughs) Uh, She's gonna take a uh, five foot step, sort of still holding on to Denvaya, just right up into Kira's face. And she's a little bit shorter than Kira, maybe like Uh 5'11". So no tallest stickers for uh, Kolgara, but she's about twice as wide um, and just ridiculous amounts of muscle sort of thing. And um, she'll look right up into um, Kira's face and she'll say, I don't follow any mortal. Now a god I'll listen to, but a kid, a kid who I just saw get her face wiped on the pavement, please. Uh, Vargas is going to step up next to Kira and look down at Kalgara now that you said she's 5'11". And he's going to say, You follow a god of rust. I follow a god of iron. And my god has told me to come here. And I think that he wants us to kill your false god. So I have a counter-proposal for you. You said earlier that the people here don't need you to prove yourself in this arena, that they already fear you. That may have been true a week ago, but a week ago, you still had Mianda. You still had your radar dish thing. You still had 90% of the gangs in this city under your control. 
Today, Mianda's dead. Bird food is dead. Mero is dead. Your receiver array is in pieces. We've called out Hellion by name all over this city and have yet to be struck dead. I wonder exactly how much people still fear you. So my proposal is you, that big idiot over there, and whatever other two champions you choose. Meet us tomorrow, all of us, fully healthy, at the top of our game, in this arena, and we prove exactly whose god is on the right and who is stronger. What do you say to that? And she looks over at, at Hellskarg, and then she looks back at Vargas. She smiles, a big, toothy smile. She says, you really don't want to do that. But I am absolutely game. And he'll look back at her and he'll just smile back and he'll say, Why don't you ask the Sunderhorns whether or not I want to do something like that? And uh, he's just going to hope she uh, recognizes that name. Um, I mean, you can roll a sense motive to see if there's any reaction from her. Uh... Probably not going to be able to tell. That was a nine. Yeah, if, if she's impressed, you can't see it on her face. Very much hoping uh, we can buy an opportunity to rest and get all our health and stuff back. <laughs> and not have to fight her here and now. And she's going to... She's still got a, a hand in Dinvaya's hair and say, I'm keeping your friend here. If you come back here tomorrow... Let's say noon. If you're not here at 12.01, she's dead. Simple as that. Brixby's going to speak for the first time. Brixby's going to walk from the back and say, So, you think Scrap Wars your town? This arena here is your seat of power, but yet you hold a hostage to bring the four of us to you. What weakness is this? This portent's excellent for tomorrow. Let the priest go. You'll have no problem seeing us at noon. You're pushing my, your luck, Ratman. And you're trying my patience. She stays. All I see is a warrior holding a helpless hostage. If you are the champion you say you are, take some willing blood tomorrow. Otherwise, all I see is another coward in service of Hellion. All you gotta do is show up. We'll see who the coward is. She won't be much leverage to you if she's dead. Let me heal her just a little bit. To stop the bleeding at least. She's fine. She'll last the night. Do we have ourselves a deal? What? So I understand the agreement to fight tomorrow at noon. But before we agree to the deal, we need to understand clearly what it is we're agreeing to. When we win tomorrow, the four of us, against you two and your champions, what, is, what exactly are we winning? Are you and your lords of rest willing to leave Scrapwall? Well, are we fighting to the death? Or are we going to have another slap fight like you had today? I suppose... It Depends on what the stakes are. 
I wouldn't fight to the death just for another conversation. We see how that one ended up. Well, if we fight to the death and you win, we're dead. You've got a clear line to go talk to the big man himself whenever you want. Asher will look at his companions to see what they say to that. He summoned us here before to talk to us. I don't necessarily think we need their permission. But, and she'll look at, um, first Kalgara and then Hellsgard, um, and then at Dinvayan. They hurt one of our friends, so I think they should die. We said it before, and I'll say it again. I'll consider our fight with her over when her head is up on a pike. And she's just smiling from ear to ear. Perhaps we should see about purchasing a pike. Brixby, you you have yet to give your assent. I don't want to three-fourths of us to agree to a death fight. I mean, if she's too scared to die in the hallway back there, she'd prefer to do it on this sand. I'll oblige her. We, uh, have a custom of final wishes in Chitterhum. This is where you want to bleed out, Orc. This is where you will. I think you'll go first, Ratman. I assume she means in initiative order. Probably. Yeah, probably. Just what we wanted. <laughs> then it seems we have a deal. Dinvaya lives, and we will heal her all she needs tomorrow after our victory. And we will see you here at noon. Do not sleep in my bed tonight. It, it's my bed. Just because I'm not there doesn't mean it's... Yes, we'll see you here at noon. <laughs> Asher tips his hat. Doesn't respond to that. Um, I think, as well, assuming they're heading away, um, I think just real quick, hopefully this goes well, Akira's just going to wave in the garden. Thanks for the warm-up. See you tomorrow. Um... I'm going to call that a light intimidation. <laughs> uh, 22. Um, very lightly intimidated. Just, a, just a little intimidated. Oh, that works. I'm okay with that. It's half the calories as a normal intimidate. <laughs> She'll be so hungry tomorrow. Well, I think as the very capable four are allowed to walk away from Scrapmaster's Arena, leaving the beaten and broken... Dinvaya in the clutches of these devious green gang members. I'm going to bed. Good night, Sam. Good night, Sam. Good night, Sam. Good night, Sam. Against the Machine is property of its creators, all rights reserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods Adventure Path are properties of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information. Theme Against the Machine, written and performed by our own Zach. Please consult the show notes for additional music and sound effect licensing information. Oh goody, because I know just what to do, he says. Uh... 
since that motive. It's a lie. <laughs> I also had the thought of like, if only Kira was evil, I could bypass all of her DR and smite her. Uh, but I don't think Confuse is making her evil. You can do the smite thing. I'm kidding. I just, I had to. <laughs> Title. Do the smite thing. Nice. Um, sorry, there was a train going past. Hilariously, we can obviously cut this out because I'm sure it'll come up against later. I went to visit my new apartment for the first time this weekend. And remarkably, it is also next to a train, <laughs> which they did not tell me when I was signing the lease. It's fine. Well, the folks at Legal will be happy that you're staying on brand. <laughs> yeah, I will have to. 